KBUT, The Butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. Universal time, two hours, eight minutes, 35 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time. 22 hours, 8 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 2 hours, 8 minutes. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Still, I know the world's on fire, the situation's dire. A lot of work and courage gonna be required, but I'm just happy to be here. It is March 21st, 2023, and this is the Doctor Whoever Project. Hello, Mr. Jesse. Hey, how's it going? How are you? I saw that when I got back, I checked the little mail pile, and I had a brand new, fresh, crisp Social Security card with my little name on it waiting for me when I got back, and I assume I have you to thank for. Obviously. Well, we'll get into all the DC stuff here in a second, so hang in there. We got so much to cover. So I'm getting the new social security card because when we got married, we never got to change our name or my name to your name or however we're going to do it. We haven't quite 100% figured that out yet, but we're on we're on 99% on the right track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I, in order to change your name, you need all these, these you know, supporting documents and you didn't even have your social security card. And in my last gay divorce, I did not get all my stuff back and I think I lost my social security card. And I thought that was one of those things that like, well, somebody's just... Somebody in, you know, Ethiopia somewhere is being reminded me somewhere on my identity stolen. You know, I'm just never going to get one again. It's just like, and you're like, no, just here, just D, 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 D. And there it came in the mail like five days later. Yeah, you go to Social Security Administration website and verify a few things. And well, I guess that's good having a husband that knows things about the government. But it's, everybody can do it. But it's just like, seriously, yeah. I was like, really? So easy? I really couldn't believe it. Well, Jesse, should we get into... A little bit about what we did in D.C., what we saw, what we did here in a second. How about that? Yeah, let's go to right, it. All right, let's go. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back, and we'll tell you all about D.C. and so many other things to get into. Support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're 
are stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. So did you like Washington, D.C., Mr. Jesse? It was your second time there, right? It was kind of cold. It was. But we came back to coldness, too. You know, it's like... No, but that was really cold. It was, and windy. Like I got blown across the street at one point. I just opened my... My arms were like a parachute, and I was like flying. It was crazy. <laughs> and we had that weird sore throat that first day, and it was like, did we get COVID? It was, it was the next day, so we Strange. flew... So here's the odd thing. So we had a really early flight. What, our flight was 5 like 6 a.m., right? 6 a.m.? 6 o'clock. So we ended up not sleeping at all. Well, we did we the pack, show, remember? We, we packed through the night. We did the, the last show we did was mm-hmm. right before we left to go to the airport that yeah. morning. And then we packed through the night, did not sleep, didn't eat anything, flew to D.C. We both had layovers. I'm always afraid different... I would have, like, you know, diarrhea on a plane, so I just, like, starve and fast. Oh, uh, gross. <laughs> Anyways, so we were in we were two different flights because I went mm-hmm. on a flight for work. He put me um, on a Frontier flight. No bag, can't have nothing. It's just me carrying all my coats. <laughs> I checked in stuff for us. It was uh, free. It was. It was. I just kid. I JK. Um, but yeah, so then we literally did not eat anything, went to DC, landed there. It was cold. And this person, Dr. Whoever, what? decides to make me take the metro. That's what you do. In here. the rain. You take the metro. Pouring cold. Well, we didn't know it was going to be raining. Standing on the platform for 15 minutes, freezing, carrying it my luggage. part of the experience. And it's so heavy. Oh, wait now. You had the luggage with the wheels. I carried the one without. Let's, mm, correct. Let's not revise I history. carried it towards the end. <laughs> but then, we're looking. He's trying to maneuver his little Google Maps to where the hotel oh, is. Yeah. It's starting to pour down rain. And it's backwards. I'm carrying luggage. Like, the, the little map thing is telling me to go one way, but on the, our little bubble, I see us going the wrong way, and I'm somewhat, you know, familiar with the area, but I'm like, this doesn't seem right, and then I'm starting to get mad, and you're telling me to not, to not be and frustrated. I'm telling you Uber is paid for by my work. <laughs> well, I did take a black car from the bar at one point. That was enjoyable. Uh-huh. Well, Mr. Jesse, somebody else was in D.C. recently. And they went to the White House and to talk, you know, all about issues that people might have. Would you like to see Mr. Ted Lasso at the White House? Oh, I love some. Right, let's see what we, we got. to season three. The cast of the hit show Ted Lasso was at the White House today to discuss the importance of addressing mental health. Actor and co-creator Jason Sudeikis said it's one of the ongoing themes of the show. So, like, no matter who you are, no matter where you live, no matter uh, who you voted for, we all probably, I assume. We all know someone who has, uh, or have been that someone ourselves, actually, that's struggled, that's felt isolated, that's felt anxious, that has felt alone. Well, Sudeikis took just one question, and fans of the show will recognize the reporter. Look, it came from Trent Krim of The Independent. That's great. He's good, right? So the guy, like, you know, did the fake reporter thing. I thought they were going to show it. They should show it. Come on now. What are you doing? That's, that seemed a little low. Was the audio low or was it just me? That well, sounded fine. Oh, sounds but I think that's why so many people enjoy Joe Biden because mm-hmm. he's one of these personable people and celebrities want to go there and 
you know, all the baseball and football, basketball teams, mm-hmm. when they win the championship, they want to go to the White House. No, Cuba, and did you we see missed Cuban, that for so long. The Cuban baseball player defected. They were playing here in Miami, and he's like, no, nah, I'm staying here, guys. Go back to Cuba. See you later. Yeah, I don't blame him. Um, should we tell the story about how I took you to the wrong White House, kind of, sort of? Yeah. <laughs> so I did live in, live in D.C., like, 10 years ago, you know, right out of college, you know, a lot of partying and drinking and crazy times and stuff, but I went by the White House all the time, you know, just casually. It's kind of there. You go by it. It's not that huge, actually. It's kind of hidden behind some trees and there's big is buildings. It hidden behind trees? <laughs> there is trees. So we go, so we're there at nighttime. We're just kind of walking around casually and we get to this park and I'm like, oh, this park does seem strange. And we get closer and we go through the park and there's nobody there. A couple of people jogging, like nothing at all. And I was like, God, I don't remember these trees being so large. We were in the back of the White House. <laughs> but this, we walked around to the front. This individual <laughs> stands me in back of the White House like, oh, these trees must have grown. You can't really see anything. Here's the front of the White House. <laughs> and you're literally in the back of the White House while we're seeing a bunch of trees. And like, oh, this is very... <sighs> that was good. Very unrewarding for all this walking we did. But after the fact... We actually found the front of the White House. Isn't it strange how dark it is there, though? It's like your campus used to go to school. Like, very dark. Not enough yeah. lights. Mm. Yeah, well, but the front of the White House was a lot more beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. That whole, like, area with, you know, um, like the the Cong- Library of Congress. What kind of interesting buildings did you go in? Did you go in anywhere interesting that I didn't go into? Yeah, I went to um, the Library of Congress, but we That's went inside the members chamber. The members. That's a photo you sent. Well, it's like a pretty picture. It's like a nice pretty table or something. I believe so, yeah. It was very lovely. So this is lovely. the the members uh, area where they went to when they first built the Library of Congress. So members of Congress in the 1900s would go over to the Library of Congress and hold their meetings. And there's actually a narrow little uh, stairway where you go up, and that's where the staff was would go. They'd, huh. There was a couple of offices up there and a little gallery where the staff could look down if uh, the member of Congress wanted to call them. So we went up the little little area where the staff goes up. It was pretty cool. It's neat to see the and kind the of historical ceiling, things. The ceiling is all 24-karat gold. Oh, that's where our tax towers are going, people. Mm-hmm. Well, we both had some turbulence on the flight, Mr. Too Jesse. Too much turbulence. Yeah, too much turbulence. And on that same day when we were flying to D.C., a woman who used to work in the White House was on a private plane. She died in the turbulence, the same you know turbulence we were in, almost at the same time. It's crazy, right? So there was also this flight. I forget what it was. I saw it on TV the other day that because the From Hawaii, I think, maybe. Yeah, these flight attendants are making this urgent demand that kids be in a separate mm-hmm, seat mm-hmm. because they were on a flight and the turbulence was so bad and about 30 people got hurt. Oh, yeah. And there was including a, issue a child. On my flight, on the way back, I don't remember which one it was because there were so many, And but I heard a couple of seats in front of me, the flight attendant struggling to tell a mother, you can't have the kid on your lap or, or they have to be certain under the seatbelt, or maybe they just had them on the lap and they weren't in the seatbelt. I don't know, but it was like one of those things where it was the only time the entire trip where I was like, okay, is there something about to, is there argument about to be happening here? Is somebody about mm-hmm. to call the scene? And that's we, what it was about. We've also flown a lot. You know, we've been to Europe a few times and New York and all that kind of stuff. And those are long flights. I've never flown where there was this much turbulence. Me either. And my plane literally dropped out of the sky. For we didn't bit. drop that much. It was the most uncomfortable, anxious flight I've ever had in my life. And I'm not one of those people that 
like to drink in the daytime, but I was if if the, there wasn't turbulence and the stewardess or the flight attendant would have been able to come around to mm-hmm. take drink orders, I would have got a drink. You might have had a little cocktail. I would have had a drink because I was my nerves were going. Get one of my sister's Kalanapins. Jesus. <laughs> Well, Mr. Jesse, talking about going places and all. Oh, but I have been. something oh, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, more sorry, interesting. Sorry, go, 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 go. You had a little experience with your layover on the way back from D.C., didn't you? Well, I had all kinds of experiences. I, I, I wasn't sure if you wanted to keep talking about the that kind of stuff or not. But yeah, like the girl that accused me of stealing her cell phone. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, so what was that? Okay, so like... So again, we were on separate flights. Separate on the way flights. Back. I had a, a one-way straight from... from DC back to Vegas because I had to go back to work. I'm in Denver on the layover on the way there. It's been early, early in the morning. I'm at Denver, kind of like half asleep, just kind of like sitting around. I'm the first person literally at the at the terminal. They haven't even got the thing on the screen yet because it's like the connecting flight. Nobody else is there. And I don't mean this guy, just, he started chatting because, you know, you plug something in. He said something about something. And then we see this girl come by. She's all frantic. This She's kind of my sister's age, stringy, dark hair. She's wearing, like, snowboarding pants. Again, we're in Denver. Um, just kind of frantic, going back and forth, like, tracking something on her phone. And she's, does anyone see, anyone see a white iPhone? Does anyone? It says it's here. It says it's here. And I'm, like, looking around. And she's, like, going up to me and this guy. And, like, he says it's here. And I'm, like... I don't know, girl. Like, and then, and then at one How point, how many times did she do this? Oh, like, then at one point, I'm walking just around because I like to do laps because I'm bored. Mm-hmm. She comes up to me at one point. It's like, are you sure you don't have my phone? It's every time, I, every time it, you're somewhere, it's come back to you. And I was like, I think I might call my cell phone provider instead of coming up to random people and accusing them of stealing my phone. She's like, would you, you just come to security with me? I was like, no, you crazy girl, go away, <laughs> you weirdo. Like. How about you be more cautious of your things and less worried about other people that you're accusing of maybe stealing? First of all, what do you do with an iPhone? That's, you, that was my question. I, and I, you don't have my iPhone, iPhone that I was on with my AirPod. I'm talking right. to you at this whole time. I was too, talking by the way. to you yeah. when I heard like, I was like, well, what are you supposed to Because I thought it was funny. That's one of the better things about it. I probably thought I was looking at her because I was. Because I was laughing at her talking to you because she was so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of something my mother would do, like just be like, like I'll, I'll be crazy and funny and do stuff on the show, but like, I'm not gonna go make a fool of myself in an airport in front of a bunch of people now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Jesse. What else can we talk about? Let's do a little money real quick. How about that? Sounds good. Who is making money? Somebody. Somebody's making some money, Mr. Jesse. Well, there's going to people wanting to be taking some Ryan Reynolds from behind right now, and he ain't going to be needing to steal nobody's phone because he's got $1.3 billion, Jesse. Because he sold that Mint Mobile phone company that he's been slinging and pimping on all the TV commercials. Like, what a genius idea. You buy a small phone company. You put yourself and your mother and your brother and all your family and these random customers and all these commercials. And you produce these great commercials with uh, one of the biggest Hollywood stars. 
And then you elevate this company that nobody knows of to where T-Mobile on Wednesday announced it wanted to purchase it for $1.35 billion. Congratulations, amazing, right? Ryan Reynolds. That's amazing. So this isn't the first time he's done this before with a company. Really? He's done this before with a liquor brand. He mm. purchased a liquor brand. So smart. And, you know, started promoting it and put, making himself the... The, the name the and name. face of the brand, and he was able to sell that for about $500 million. Mm. Well, so is, this is amazing. something he seemed to perfect, and being so good at marketing uh, is, has put him in a position to where he's able to use his star credibility like most celebrities aren't able to do. Mm. I thought it was, like, genius. Like, cause I, I mean, I think we talked about this back in the day, like, when it first came out, and I was like, Jesse... This is genius marketing he's doing. It's really, it's just so smart. And, you know, again, congratulations to him. Like, people could take a little chapter from that about just being normal, kind of being yourself, letting the vibe that you already kind of have just flow. You know what I'm saying? Like, let people that like you like you and like something, kind of the Kim Kardashian effect, Mm -hmm. because people like her, so they're going to like stuff that she likes. You know what I mean? Just easy, easy. Well, on the other side of money, Mr. Jesse, I went to a gym in D.C. when I was there, and it was called One Life Fitness. I got one of those little day memberships. I did this whole little, you know, dog and pony show about how we might be moving there and all this stuff. You know, I just really want to go to the gym for free. (laughs) Um, And I'm looking on the website. It costs like $98 a month for this gym. And that was like a discount. Like the original price was like, you know, they do the thing where they have the number and there's a line through it and whatever. And then it's like one-time fee of something, something. But like we pay here $15 a month for a beautiful facility, one of seven you can go to with the hot tubs and the Olympic-sized pools. So it it was $25, which is still cheap. Cheap, yeah. And then they have this promotional deal where they dropped the price to $15. For new people, but our contract was up. Our contract ended, so we got But even if it was $40, like comparatively. Because, okay, so we went to the gym in San Diego. Mm -hmm. We went to 24-hour fitness. It was about, I think I paid 60 bucks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for not all the gyms either. It was because there was like a regular gym, all the gyms, and like, I paid like super, 60. like some mm-hmm. super facility where they give you towels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, the super facility is on par with LVAC here yes, it is. in Vegas, mm-hmm. and they charge $15. But you know so, what's not on par? This one fitness thing. Yeah. I think I run down I hear cool. there's other gyms um, here? in DC, oh, in DC that are nice. But those also are like $130, $150. Like Equinox and things like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's interesting that, you know, Vegas and D.C., you start thinking about how much money you actually save mm-hmm. living in a – not really a smaller city because no. Vegas is probably bigger than D.C. It's more um, – it's less condensed. Yeah. It's more spread out. There's more ability to drive and park. Like like when we're in D.C., riding the metro is just um, – it's like a fact of life down there, I think. You know? So like, like I rode the metro down to um, – U Street, just so I can buy some weed, Mr. Jesse. Mm-hmm. This is your brain. And this is heroin. This is what happens to your brain after snorting heroin. And this is what your body does. Last year alone, Wait. drug overdose deaths over rose yet. nearly 30%. This is what your family goes well, I didn't see anybody doing heroin, but I did see some crack cocaine or some white powder being used in the metro. The metro, yeah. But um, I went to the weed dispensary. 
Had my little certificate that they told me to print off, printed it off, paid my $30, and I got me some weed from the district. It was it was in a cute little bag. I had so, the little district sign on it. It was it was. See, cool. I kind of find it interesting. Like, I've, we've lived in California, moved to Nevada. Mm-hmm. Both states were weed is legal. Mm-hmm. Recreationally. Then, recreationally. In D.C., and it's only medicinal or whatever. And the interesting part is that D.C. has done a few interesting things to maneuver around that. So one of them is you just go online Get a medical card, no questions mm-hmm. asked. You pay your thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you, if you're a tourist. Supposedly. If you're a tourist, if you don't live in the DC, you don't area, live in the DC area, and you purchase, you know, the and you marijuana products. Want to come there? Or the second option is, correct me if I'm wrong. You go to a store, you purchase a separate item, mm-hmm. and they give you weed as yes. a like novelty product or something. But I don't know if that's like the vapes and things like that. I'm guessing that's probably more of like the pre-rolls or something like that. I don't know. So not like going here to Vegas at Planet 13 and having so. like, you know, THC no. sodas and no. Because uh, the place I went into wasn't even like that. It was more. It was more like that medical than, looking. Yeah, but it. But they and they did have products and a little brand ambassador thing over. But it was more like Columbia Care was in San Diego. Remember, we always said that was kind of stale, and mm-hmm. but it was more kind of run down. But again, it's in U Street, some more run down area, which is probably why they allow dispensaries to be there in the first place. Mm-hmm. But. I didn't feel like odd doing it at all. They made it seem pretty chill. I was almost kind of like, oh, this is going to really work. I'm giving you this piece of paper. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, as at first, when I first walked up, it was like, oh, they were surprised that I was so prepared because I had called. I'd met, you know, there's certain things that I will call and checklist for, Jesse. Maybe not a social security card, but some weed I will. <laughs> all right, Jesse, I got some LGBTQ news that I find somewhat interesting, and it has to do with someone we've already talked about on the show so you want to get into that real quick let's go all right let's go yes queen yes queen yes queen lgbtq plus news making headlines stand clear there will be glitter like feminine are you more like feminine i can already tell when you open your mouth the rainbow fell out okay girl bye bye most americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality the CBS News survey shows that two out of three Americans look upon homosexuals with you disgust. No matter what you preach or say. No matter what you preach or say. There's no fighting DNA. You can pray the gay. Yes, well, remember that UFC fighter Jeff Molina, Jesse, that came out and talking about, you know, I love the gays, gays are cool, whatever. Well, apparently he really, really likes the gays because a video has leaked of him performing um, oral fellatio <laughs> on another male, obviously. Remember, he was like, he had a video not too long ago, and it was like all about like, you know, like, why is everybody like, you know, make not kind of like talking bad about the gays and stuff. And we played it, and I was like, and he had these like pride shorts that he came out with. Let me okay. see if, let me see if this jogs your memory. Is he like a... Uh... Championship fighter or something? I'm not up. sure. Is this jogger Dude, memory? It's fucking ridiculous. Like, um, man, uh, who would have thunk it that, like, in 2022, people are still, like, not. Who the fuck cares, bro? Like, Honestly, it's not even about. I don't remember that interview. I'm not saying I'm not, but it's you remember like, this now? Just yeah. Okay, so it's like you know, it's like, like I think he means like who the fuck cares because he knew he was out there slurping wiener too, and you know, which is cool, whatever, bro. So yeah. I give him some support, but I guess not everybody is so happy about this. So people are coming out and trashing him or whatever. But I mean, hey, whatever. Um, I guess it's 
I guess well, it's same good, you know. Trash them either way. So but it kind of matter. makes you wonder, like, why didn't you just come out before? And then um, on another note, another little sad note of the LGBT, the Alec Murdoch trial has led to a suspicion with his son. So the disgraced former attorney in South Carolina, who has now been convicted and sentenced to basically life in prison for killing his wife and his son, they think the other son, Buster, down in South Carolina possibly was having a relationship with a boy named Stephen Smith and in some kind of attempt to maybe hide it or embarrassment or whatever, a an attempt was made on this guy's life that was actually either either he was killed at the time or beaten so bad that he was put in a road and hit by a car or something. So they're they're gonna exhume the body. A GoFundMe has been established by the boy's mother and um this is this is the big news in South Carolina. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if I was down in South Carolina, I would be hearing all about it. But, I mean, people here don't seem to care too much. But if it comes out, you know, that'll be surprising, right? That'd be surprising. I mean, you know? I mean not too surprising. After well, yeah, not too surprising. But, I mean, yeah. Well, they think that they killed. Brother. Oh, look, the crazy witch lady's on. Oh, sorry, I get distracted. <laughs> Fulton County Grand Jury for four person. Oh, God, she's a nut. All right, Jesse, how about we you know, do something else? Sounds good. Let's do something else. I want something else. Well, Mr. Jesse, I know you are from, you know, your culture, your mother was born in Mexico, but you're a Mexican-American, and the previews on CNN for that new Eva Longoria show. Yeah, I'm um, excited about it. Yeah, we talked about maybe it's not, you know, the best timing in the world because of, um, we didn't even cover it on here because that whole Mexico incident happened um, the day I think we were in D.C., so we didn't get to cover it, but... There were there was an incident where some people were killed, um, and some kind of a accidental drug related thing in a Mexi- in an area of Mexico. Well, some be- the girl I guess was going down for surgery, and she ended up I don't know whatever. But See, it seems like bad timing for a show about Mexico. I don't think it's bad timing because people get killed here in the U.S. every single day. Know, here in true, Vegas every day. In Chicago every. single day. I mean, look day. down in Miami. People got shot in Miami. People yeah, from coming to the U.S. True. There's if. There's parts of the Mexico that are, are rough, that are, you know, crime-driven through cartel, but there's also parts of the U.S. that you would, you know, as an oh, American, yeah. you would never go down. There's I lived in Philadelphia, I know. You, would <laughs> you go down those streets? Oh, hell no. There's areas of Philadelphia that are just basically like, if, you, uh, if you're, uh, you know, a little bit lighter than olive skin, you don't even think about going into... Well, that's my point, is that there's so much yeah. emphasis on how dangerous Mexico is, which, there's you know, there, obviously there's parts of Mexico that are dangerous, but do not also 
shed a light on how dangerous the U.S. is as oh, well. There's tons of parts that are dangerous. So I mean, it's all in for the area we just stayed at in Washington D.C. by the National Stadium that's in. Yeah, the I wouldn't cross the freeway. Oh my God! Yeah, sketchy. like well, ten years ago when I lived there, you would have not have gone there either. And the hotel we stayed in was one year old. That whole area was brand new. Yeah. Across the freeway, you see the southwest side just and see how scary that side used to be. Mm-hmm. All right, oh, you want to see this promo though for um, finding Mexico? I haven't actually seen yeah. much about it. I, actually, I, I used to love so searching for Mexico. Sorry, searching for Mexico. I used to love um, Desperate Housewives, so I do like some Eva Longoria. I don't know the secret to happiness. All I know is every time I eat Mexican food, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I'm Eva Longoria, born and bred in Texas with Mexican American roots. I'm going to get a t shirt that says, More salsa! <laughs> I'm exploring Mexico to see how the people, their lands, and their past have shaped a culinary tradition as diverse as its 32 states. We're here. Today we are going to be making our food pilgrimage. Look at that. I don't know if I've ever been this excited to eat anything. ¿Y cómo hago? This looks somewhat interesting. I was gonna do this. She's more interesting than um. Way more interesting. What's that guy? Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? He's a producer on this, though. I saw. Oh, is he? Yeah. Maybe somebody they, what's eating something? Or yeah. Tony somebody feed Stucci or somebody feed Phil? No, not. The, I like Phil. I'm yeah. talking about. I'm talking about the guy that was in the. Um, Tucci. Devil. Yeah, Stanley Tucci. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, that, that's just not good. That's not good. You know what brings people to Mexico? The food culture. I fell in love with it. Give me Searching for Mexico. All right. How about Premier, some sports, Sunday, Mr. Jesse? I hope you're covering CNN. sports. Oh, yeah. I got a, I think I got a Raiders story because, um, so again, I was in D.C. I was at the gym, the Planet One Fitness, just got my headphones on, chilling, and I made a fatal mistake, Jesse. Do you have a Raiders shirt on? I had a Las Vegas Raiders t-shirt on. And this guy with the crutch starts walking towards me. And he works there, I notice. And he's talks, talking to me about the Raiders and how Derek Carr, uh, something that happened with Derek Carr. Good thing I do this show because I knew a little bit about what to talk about, you know, Mr. Jesse. <laughs> to be able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. Your we had a goal are... and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true. And it is uh, <laughs> yes. That's, that's kind of that's that's gay, but It's blocked. And Feasting hit it off of a Detroit player. No, no, it is. Here's a disparity in the call. They're going to give the ball to Detroit. So the Las Vegas Raiders have signed O.J. Howard. I just thought that was fun. His name is O.J. Uh, this past Monday, a tight end, Jesse, a tight end for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. He has scored 44 yards. That's 4-4-4 with two touchdowns last season in Tennessee. The former Alabama product entered the NFL with, let's see, what is this? Uh, I guess with the Tampa Bay. Reaching 565 yards and 34 catches in 10 games, Mr. Jesse. I don't know what that means, but, you know, whatever we'll say. So the thing that you're kind of overlooking in that in 2020, he suffered an Achilles heel injury. Oh, he did. Uh, in week four. So in five years of the Bucks, he generated 119 catches. I, so Is this the same guy? No. Okay, so like, why? What's the photo? It's confusing me. Is there two different people in this photo? Yes, yeah, different. Or does he just look completely different? Okay, so there's two different guys: Austin Hooper 
And then OJ Howard. They're just okay. showing two pictures of two editions. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Let's not let it cover him. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I just try to know a little bit, Mr. Jesse, so I can know what to talk about. Like, if I accidentally wear, you know, the wrong shirt, my God, you know, somebody wants to talk to me. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah. All right, so uh, a little bit more sports. Down in Vermont, Jesse, I guess more up in Vermont, you know, when they start doing things like this, you start forgetting that they're not from the south. But um, up there in Vermont in the snow, one of the most progressive states in our nation, um, there's a Christian school, praise baby Jesus, of course. But the Christians, they, they don't want to play with this other school because they have one opponent that is a transgender student on the team. So this Christian school in Vermont, just like, no, we're not going to play. We decided to forfeit. So guess what happened, Mr. Jesse? What guess happened? what happened? What? Well, you can't pray to the gay way, Mr. Jesse. And the school district banned the school indefinitely from participating in any sports. Go. Good job. Good job. Good job, school system. Because you know what? You got to teach people a lesson. Right, Mr. Jesse? It's true. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes. All right, let's take a little break, and, you know, we'll see what else we can come up with. How about that? Plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. KBUT, the butt. New Las Vegas radio. This is the Doctor Whoever project. Stand by... to buy a private island, Mr. Jesse? All the time. You no, know, watch the HGTV show Island Hunters and just, you know, why can't I? Well, if you have $150,000 and a passport, actually you don't even need a passport because these six islands are within the United States and its territories. I don't know about Key West, Florida. and think a lot of hurricanes? Also don't know about Smith Island, Maryland. <laughs> Maryland? Yeah, who knew, right? Smith Island, Maryland. Never heard of it, but it's on the list. Um, also, Jesse, we have uh, one in Puerto Rico. That might be more of a okay destination. It looks like it's... Uh, what about St. Croix? St. Croix. My sister's been there. I was going to ask her about that. She said she really liked it. Uh, yeah, Florida's just getting disgusting now. And uh, Kurt, Kurtztown, Hawaii? See, I don't know. It makes me think if it's that cheap, it's going to be right on the base of a volcano or something. And Smithtown, yeah, Maryland. Who knew, Jesse? Maryland has over 280 named islands, and the eastern shore is the heart of the Chesapeake Bay boat culture. Maybe that's where they get all those, like, you know, that kind of, like, seafood from up there. That like, I think there's a whole section at Red Lobster called the Chesapeake Bay or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but St. Croix, I think that, that would be the one, Mr. Jesse, right? Yeah, most definitely. But have you ever even heard of Mustang Island, Texas? No. An 18-mile island off the uh, Corpus Christi shores. Who knew that even was there, right? Never heard of half these. That's kind of true. I've never heard of the Maryland one. Never, right? 
It must be just like uninhabitable. Well, people on the bottom aren't happy anymore, Jesse. It seems like people are tired of not getting what they think they deserve. And over where you be from on the West Coast, Best Coast, mm -hmm. the teachers, and not just the teachers, the cafeteria workers, the school bus drivers, what, the assistants, I don't know. Everybody's be picketing and pissed, right, Mr. Jesse? They're mad. Do you have any insight into this? I have a friend that works for LAUSD that's on strike right now, but no, I haven't really done too much research on it, but I just know that what teachers get paid in LA and what it costs to actually live in LA mm -hmm. um, is just not on par anymore. Oh, it doesn't seem uh, to be. It seems like they're only, it seems like, okay, last I heard, uh, they're asking for 30% raise. The... Um, School district came back with 23%. Okay, we're seven off here, people. Give him the goddamn 7%. Give him the 7%. And then they want like a maybe a $2 hour raise uh, every year. And I'm sure there's some other things they want too. But I mean, they said that the average salary, and again, we're talking not just teachers. We're talking about school bus drivers and stuff like that. They said it was like $24,000 or something like that, right? That's right, I know. Right? This is insanity, right? You just can't. I just can't do that. All right, you want to take a little break, and um, you want to just go in and get into the Trump stuff, or should we do some more oh, fun stuff? God. All right, you want to take get a break? I feel right. like a Band-Aid. All right, we'll take a break, and we'll be back, and we'll talk about that orange man down in Florida. So earlier today, I asked a question and posted a little thing on Facebook, and the question was, is Stormy Daniels the new Monica Lewinsky? And, and Jesse, did it stir up some drama, and there is still an argument going on right now. Well, my, um, my answer, people are angry. My answer for this is no. And the reason I say no is because when the Monica Lewinsky thing happened, mm -hmm. I think there was... There wasn't that societal shift yet to where sex was more tawdry, yeah, dirty, and and with when Donald Trump didn't talk and the Stormy it. Daniels thinks it's something people were like, it was funny, it was joked upon. There was a section of the population that was, you know, sickened by the thought of it, and but you they know, were because at, at the same time, let's be clear, at the same time he was also married to Melania while this happened, and at the same time he was also supporting. Family values and anti-abortion and all the evangelical Billy Graham evangelicals. But also stuff and here's all stuff. also yeah. the additional twist is that the hundred and thirty thousand dollar hush money on mm -hmm. top of that mm -hmm. uh, with the campaign money, mm -hmm. which is a violation. All right, we're here. We're getting we're getting so, a little too far. We're getting no, a little too far. But here's, but here's but, my but, thing okay, though: yeah. it's not the same because it didn't happen while he was in office. In office. But I do think it's interesting. My comparison was that these. Two little sluts for 
no, sorry, I can't find a better word. These two little sluts are taking down these very powerful men, but, I mean, I love it. I love it. You know, I'm automatically attracted to people. I just start kissing them. It's like a man. I don't even wait. Hey, when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. You <laughs> can do anything. Well, Trump did predict that he would be arrested, is the word he used, today, the 21st. Lies. Yes, but, uh, you know, oh, that's right, I got one. I got, I got a lies. No, and that's what I mean. When I said no, I, I said it's not correct. That's a lie. And that's a lie, Trump. That's a lie. Um, it's the 21st, and it is what time now? It is definitely after 5 o'clock on the East Coast, and... He's still down there in Murillago somewhere, you know, with his 10 protesters creating the uh, Donald Trump protection mode. And they got they got about 30 teeth all together. And then there's about five people down in uh, down in New York around the Trump Tower hanging out. And they look like they all have long beards like Santa Claus and the, the lady sitting on a bucket like a troll. <laughs> it's just pathetic, Jesse. But OK, serious, serious, serious. I really think, I think that Trump has shot himself in the foot here by telling everybody, I'm going to be arrested today, go out and protest. It's like the boy that cried wolf, right? You know, these people need to go refill their Marlboros and their Budweiser. They can't just sit out there, you know, they got to go home and collect their unemployment checks and their benefits and stuff. They, you know, they can't be sitting out there worried about Trump for so long. What? So do you think this is going to... I don't see any steam. Do you see steam? Yeah, I, mean, I didn't even see steam from people that are actually out there protesting. That's what I mean. There's only a few people, and he sent out this, although false, this urgent need for them to protest, and the answer was not he sent out, answers like it was last time. He apparently sent out emails as well, urging people to give a minimum of $3,000 to the, I don't know, save the Trump fund or something, I don't know. All right, that's enough of that, though, right, Mr. Jesse? How about we, um, can we pop it for a little bit? What do you think about that? Pop it for a little bit? A little pop it? I got a, I have, I have an Amy, I have an Amy Stelton update. Uh Oh. Jesse, according to court documents attained by Us Weekly, the 40-year-old filed for divorce from Slayton, 35, on March 13th in Kentucky. Um, U.S. Weekly, this is more accurate. Yeah, so it's it's over. Thousand Pound sister star Amy Slayton and husband Michael Halterman are calling it quits after welcoming their second child, according, like you said, to Us Weekly, Mr. Jesse. Um, So the and it did seem like they were getting kind of further apart just kind of feel bad for their kids but it's like 
the, their 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 sister is married to that guy's brother. So I yeah. think it's a small little town. Like, I think even if you're divorced, like you know, you're gonna see each other at the Piggly Wiggly, right, Mister Jesse? <laughs> Interesting. What do you think about this thing I sent you um, that I saw on Facebook? It was like a commercial for this device that follows you around. So it's got wheels. It kind of resembles what people talk about maybe Amazon might do one day when your product just arrived to your home. Was well, it similar to the luggage that follows you around the airport? Oh, I've never also. even seen that. Yeah, there's okay. something similar for luggage. So this is similar. It's, it's called a speaker. Like Oh, this is no. This isn't. This is. You put stuff in it. It has a speaker on it. Oh, okay. No, she so like put stuff it, in it as yeah. Well. It opens up. There's different sizes. Oh, so it's probably. From, I wonder if it's the same company as. Um, yeah, it's meant the to luggage. like. It's meant to fit like a twenty pound. It says the capacity for this one uh, can fit like a twenty pound one grocery bag. Runtime seven hours, twenty one miles. So you put like your stuff in it, and then you can be hands free walking. Mm-hmm. But my question is, it going to be just like one of those robot vacuum cleaners? You're always going to have to be kicking it out of a crack or kicking it out of a ditch or it runs into the planters or whatever you know (laughs) oh god but it is the first day of spring mr jesse are you enjoying are you enjoying more sun i there was but it was pouring rain today well not all day for most of the day and you're stuck in a poor little office now i just feel so bad you're stuck in the office all the time it's so pitiful don't get to see the sunsy onesie but as soon as campaign season starts, Jesse, you'll be out and about. Mm-hmm. You'll wish you'd be back in that office, weren't you? I will. <laughs> All right, I got another fun list for you, Jesse. Um, I know we're talking about finally traveling for real now that we did a little mini trip. The dogs are fine; they can stay alone with the babysitters or grandma, and they'll be—they don't even hardly miss us. No, they're perfectly fine. I they think they're content. Betty potty trained now than they were when we were here. I know they did something <laughs> right. All right, we got some lists coming up. Where is the best place to find some happiness in this world? This is the Doctor Ever Project. We'll be right back. She said what? She said yeah. I said no. So the girl come downstairs. She come out her apartment with her baby with no shoes on. I said oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said something ain't right. I said oh man. She said oh man. The building is on fire. I said no. What? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh uh. We ain't gonna be in no fire. All right, Mr. Jesse, the UN has released its list of the top happiest countries in the world. I don't think it's going to shock you because the top three are unchanged for a long time. Can you guess what one of the top three is? Give it a guess. Norway. Oh, you're so close. Try again. Yep. Oh, so close. One more try. Where were we going to go recently? There you go. Number one, Finland. So it was one of the lens. Wow. Just another FN list. Yes, just another FN list. All right, Jesse, also on the list, number one, you said Finland. Number two, Denmark. You can see those lights there. The other show we were watching similar is the Eugene Levy show um, from Schitt's Creek. The father, um, he now is on a show on Disney Channel where they send him to unhospitable places that are really cold, and he's a cranky old Jewish man, and, you know, everybody loves that stuff nowadays, right? All right, I'm trying to get used to this new animation. Did you notice on the show that I had to do something new? So this new Spotify stuff, Jesse, mm-hmm. like it's messed around with some of the ads and stuff. So now I have to like add a new layer of stuff in this beginning of the show. I didn't notice. But I know you didn't notice. You know, you just, I'm you're just a talent. You're, you're just here. You're just, you know. I'm just a talent. Such the best talent. I don't know how I afford you. I really don't. 
Um, number three, Jesse, Iceland. Would you be? Would you go to Iceland? Uh, yeah, because Iceland's cold, green. Like Iceland's green, green and Greenland's green full of ice. ice. Yeah, for sure. Israel, number four. That sounds a little dangerous. Israel, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with Israel. When they settle all the conflict, yeah. conflicts. One of my friends, maybe. like, he was Jewish, so he went out there to join like the Israeli armed forces. So, you know. interesting thing, my mom has recently been talking about a place we've always said we want to Where? either visit or move to because one of her friends visited and loved it uh portugal portugal remember i said that that would be a good place to retire that's on one mm-hmm. of the lists of the it's top, not on it's this not on this list, list. no it's not Portugal's but i hear it's on my list it's on my list a lot of these places seem like they're colder places and i want to be somewhere warm yes yeah, same but you know what's really low on this list you know this shouldn't surprise anybody right now united states number 15 people it's not that great here i'm just not that great i love it all right we'll be right back I call a recall on this list. <laughs> it should be ranked higher. These moon masters, silent. Ridiculous. 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 And I don't believe it. Have you been psychiatrically hospitalized in the last six months? Well, you're ready to go on a trip, Jesse, but what about Paris? Paris is on fire. What what did they do? What what's the law that just they came out? They turned up the retirement age. They turned it up. I like how you said that. They turned they, turn, it up. they turned it up to like sixty. It was four sixty five. Oh, okay, no, is that what it was? was? Sixty something, and then it turned to sixty five. I'm gonna find it. Paris is still burning over Macron's. But go, <laughs> I like how they quote it. Paris is still burning, but Macron survives by a hair. That's how they wrote it. That's funny. Uh, There's a quote here from an American visitor in Paris. It says, I was walking home from dinner um, when I saw the cars on fire. They were hurling tear gas. To get to my hotel, the street was on fire from both ends. Is Paris burning? In my street, yes. Now in my room, I can smell smoke. Goodness, Jesse. That does seem a little crazy. They do get angry over there. So, yeah, they bumped it up from 62 to 64 um, and I guess, like, at some point it was, like, 60. We're, we were just talking earlier. The news was saying something about, like, kids nowadays better be prepared to work till they're, like, 80 years old or something like that. Because we're not doing as many things with our hands, I guess. So it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, but look at Bruce Willis. He's, like, 70, and he's, you know, there's that, that video of him at his birthday, Jesse. Did you, uh... Well, it's because he has we all the right? issues he's going through as well. Like, that was rough. Like, I mean, so can we all expect to live to, like, 70? I'm, yeah. I don't know. Wow. I guess. Like, do I even want to live to 70? Age. My mom is uh Yeah, I guess so. Your 73. Mom, and your mom seems like, doesn't seem like she's very old. She seems very like, you know, like she's that's got that, it going that's on. That's not Latino blood, though. Is that so. what it is? That What are they, black don't crack? What's the Latino have one? Asian don't raisin? Brown don't break. Brain brown don't break? What? White people, we just waste away and crust away. <laughs> 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 All right, Jesse. We'll see what else we got. All right. Stay on the break, and, you know, we'll get back to it. We'll be right back. Always here to be your second opinion. Or third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. You get the picture. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Always on at DoctorWhoever.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now in tune to Mr. 
Well, Amy is not the only Slayton sister that has a secret because Tammy came out that she is a married woman. So Amy's divorced, now Tammy's getting married. And it did look like real true love, didn't it, in the videos? Like he seems like a nice good guy. Times have changed, right? Weird, right? Uh, it's like she actually looks kind of small. Um, I don't know. It's like she's she can sit in a car like a human. Remember in the beginning that one, not not her, but the other show we were watching, the one girl had to like, uh, the one girl had to like squat and pee on dog um, yeah, do- doggy dog- mats. Like, yeah, that was kind of sad. <laughs> All right, I have a little video. Let's see if they uh, let's see if they say anything about this guy. I want to see if I could hear this guy speaking, but I doubt I'll be able to. That thousand pound sisters star Tammy Slayton is now a married woman. People can exclusively reveal that the 36 year old reality star tied the knot with Caleb Willingham on Saturday at Windsor Lane Rehabilitation Center in Gibsonburg, Ohio. While announcing the happy news, she told people, quote, You all know me as Tammy Slayton, but now you'll know me as Mrs. Willingham. I'm married now. A TLC source says the couple met at the rehab center and eventually fell in love there. They wed in a small celebration in front of 30 friends and family. Photos show Tammy in a white gown and tiara as she poses with her sister and co-star Amy, who wore an orange dress and vivid purple hair. Another image features Tammy smiling next to her groom, who wore a black outfit with brown suspenders for their big day. Beautiful. Caleb proposed to his now wife in a video shared with the son. The outlet I will enjoy watching them. It's like it's interesting seeing how these people kind of have these have these life journeys right in front of you on TV, isn't it, Mr. Justin? Mm-hmm. Well, someone else that is moving along with their life. Lindsay Lohan, pregnant with her first child, Jesse. Lindsay Lohan, pregnant with her first child, Amanda Bynes, Jesse. You told me about that this morning. It's time for Ask Ashley. (laughs) That's me. Amanda Bynes was found wandering the streets of L.A. with that heart tattoo on her face, so very recognizable. Mm. She came up to someone naked Completely naked, saying she was having a mental episode, asked them for her phone, called the police and reported herself and was taken into... You're good. I'm glad she asked for help, Checked in. She did, you know? So it's like, that sometimes is the first step. You know, it's hard. It's hard to sometimes even realize that you have an issue. Like, I've realized that, like, I grew up in a more tumultuous, tumultuous, sorry, um, uh, situation than, like, my family would probably like to admit you know, there was a lot of, like, craziness and nonsense going on that my family just saw as, like, that's normal, that people are always slamming doors and yelling and running out and being crazy all the time. And, you know, and they wonder why I hid in my room and played with my Lego. <laughs> How about a little food news, Jesse? Then we can, uh, we can wrap it up shortly. Sounds good. All right. Another beautiful Another day. Servicing the masses. I can't get enough. I want more. Did you have to die or did you lose it again? 
honestly. I lost it again. Are you serious? Yes, sir. So, will you give me another copy? You know you ain't doing those exercises, please. You'd be getting this free ice cream. We missed Dairy Queen free cone day, Jesse. First day of spring, we missed that cone at the Dairy Queen. But if you got it, well, congratulations to you. Good luck. But what I won't miss is Ben and Jerry's free ice cream cone day coming up on... What day is it, Miss Jesse? Do you know? Do you even know? I do not know. April 3rd. Oh, okay. Mark your calendars. April 3rd. You'll be screaming for free ice cream. Ben and Jerry's way. I love it. I love what they do. They have great marketing. They've lasted forever, and they even kind of get into a little bit of the weeds every now and then. They discuss some issues and stuff. You know, you always wonder, you're like, you know, are they homos? What are they doing? Is Ben doing Jerry? <laughs> who's the top and who's the bottom over there, you know? <laughs> That's what it sounds like you're saying. That walking to a salad is harder than walking to a pizza. All right, Jesse, you ready to wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. All right, let's go. All right, what we do? We got to find some for the last break of the show, and then, um, yeah, okay, well, I got, I got some for the last break of the show. Let's talk about a little bit of world affairs, what's going on, and then we'll have a little bit of fun at the Broken Hip Hop Wrap Up. I got a Diplo story for you. How about oh, that? Oh, I like Diplo. All right, cool. All right. This is Dr. Ever Project. We'll be right back. Oh, my God. It's so fucking good. Flavor. I need So after we got settled in D.C. and turned on the news, we were greeted with the Mexico issue that we briefly talked about. Then we were greeted with the bank disaster with SVB collapse and the banks Mm -hmm. started to collapse. And then the uh, fighter airplane from Russia, the fighter jet... Tried to take out one of our American drones. It did. It didn't try. We were, we were like there, and I remember thinking, like, should I bring this stuff to do a show? I was like, nah, we'll be fine. We'll be so busy. And what's like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? It was definitely madness in March, <laughs> Doctor Who Ever Project style. Um, we went to the reflecting pool. That was so cool, the right? Empty reflecting pool. So the reflecting pool in front of the it's Lincoln Memorial drained. was being drained to prepare for Cherry Blossom Cherry Festival. Blossom. But that, I had no idea they even did that. Yeah, I guess they do it annually. So unique and interesting. I, I did enjoy that. Just walking around, it was cool. It was cold, but it was nice. Um, but, you know, other countries, they have all their little special monuments and their uh, things that they care about. And the president or the leader of China was visiting Putin very recently. And they're in there. They're doing their fist bumps and everything. Their flags are everywhere. But what I thought was interesting was that today the leader of Japan went to Ukraine it seems very... I mean, when people talk about, like, World War Three and stuff like that, it does seem like a chessboard is being set and people are taking sides and stakes in the game are being placed. But well, they do would, that strategically. Well, I would say that um, out of the countries that have chosen sides, Russia and China are the most... Um, I, I want to say in the wrong side of history 
There's more similar. countries. There's more countries when you're looking at like breaking up world wars. Mm-hmm. There's more countries aligned with the U.S., mm-hmm. Japan, more the powerful UK, countries, Germany, more powerful countries. It's only you have Russia, you have uh, China, you have some Iran, you have. I mean, these are some smaller countries, countries, countries like but they're more and... radical countries. And I just don't see that being a winning. Uh, ticket for China, and I'm kind of surprised that they're on that train right now. I agree because it don't. I mean, I may I may be wrong, but I thought that a lot of China's more recent success in you know like all these documentaries that you see things about like all these millionaires from China and the people that have become so wealthy um, due to deals that have been made by American business relations. Yeah. And it, and it's not. It's not that we're making breaking news, but everybody knows that China does have its eyes set on Taiwan Mm -hmm. and what Russia is doing with trying to annex Ukraine. This is right in line with something they want to do as well. Mm -hmm. So this may be why they're trying to support Russia so they can, you know, take on the next step and rebuild the Chinese empire that they had before. Last thing I want to ask you about, just because we've almost covered everything. I'm almost surprised. When we were in D.C., we... um. In the metro, there were advertisements over the place, pro TikTok advertisements, all kinds of pro TikTok advertisements. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. So, do you think, I personally think that it would be a disaster, like politically, if the Biden administration were to somehow, um, you know, ban TikTok? What do you think about that? Do you think I, the, I don't think it would be a disaster for the Biden administration because would. this is one of the few things that is um, bipartisan. Republicans are the first ones to propose it. But for the people, Democrats though. Have, like, everyday people won't get it. Yeah, but so... You can go out there and punch a baby, and I think people would like I mean, that I better and cancel on TikTok. It depends how you twist it. TikTok is a Chinese-owned business. They, they share... Care. Yeah, they share their data th- with the Chinese government, and... There is a lot of sensitive information that is mm-hmm. shared, and our information is being shared with a Chinese communist government. No, I get and you. this, and it is the role of the United States not to uh, dictate our every day-to-day lives, but to keep the American people safe. And it is their responsibility. I mean, to could keep an American safe. company basically do the exact what, thing which that I, which TikTok I thought is doing? With, why don't they just? Why doesn't like they do with Alibaba? They have you know it's the same thing as like Amazon. Amazon, right? yeah, yeah. So why doesn't an American company just make build a TikTok? TikTok? Well, I guess they would say that Instagram and stuff is similar, but I don't really know why TikTok is caught on so much. Like I. I find myself getting on it like very rarely, but when I do, I do notice that I'm like, um, well, I think you find I've been it, on here for too long. You find a generation of, of people that enjoy making content now. I think that's what they it is. They grew and up I, watching content. I think if you take and they that away, enjoy making content because I don't people, think you're going to take it away. If you have to give them a different platform mm-hmm. to express themselves, and there is tons of other things out but there. But there is. I, guess. I understand the struggle because there mm-hmm. is a lot of people that make a living off of TikTok, oh, yeah. and have millions of followers. I mean, remember. The revolt it's when they issue. said they were gonna they weren't gonna allow OnlyFans when they were remember all the banks were like oh we're not gonna do OnlyFans and people got crazy and went people revolted and all the big big banks were like oh no it's cool we love OnlyFans we love porn money bring us your porn money people we love it all bring it all all right Mr Jesse Diplo in the broken hip hop wrap up today let's get into that how about that let's go let's dip into it dip a tip.
Are you a Diplo fan, Mr. Jesse? Diplo's cool. Well, I'm not sure if he's pandering here or not, but Diplo says he's received oral from men before, but, you know, he's not gay. Uh, I guess this article uh, came out, and, of course, everybody's jumped on it. Um, during a recent interview on a podcast, Diplo answered a few direct questions from the Gone Girl actress about his own sexuality. While the DJ noted that he isn't, uh, aroused by men that much he also revealed the following I'm sure I've gotten a blowjob from a guy before for sure yeah a hundred percent who hasn't right no right who hasn't <laughs> guys looks that feminine nowadays is that what it is <laughs> I've seen a lot of this weird like art lately on like Facebook and stuff and it's like AI people are doing this AI generated art yeah. and one the other day was like if femboys were Hooters waitresses, it was so funny, Jesse. I have to say that was one of the funniest things I've seen in a while. But, well, get it, Diplo. Suck off whoever you want. Give them some of that fellatio Monica Lewinsky style. The show's been very oral for some Very reason. oral. Yes, Stormy Daniels, Monica, and now you got Diplo. And, uh, and, and Jeff Molina. Everybody's blowing somebody nowadays, Mr. Jesse. Blow That's it. Fine. Blow it. You can tell I don't know Diplo. I'm waiting for, for the job too. <laughs> That's your favorite show. What is that show you like to watch? The Good Place. He's all. My hell would be going to a concert and the bass just never drops. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why does everyone think I'm from? What does he say? Why does everyone think I'm uh, Taiwanese? I'm Filipino, bro. That's racist. <laughs> oh, I do love that show. Hi, Jesse. You have anything else you want to throw? Yeah, if you've stuck it out, thank you for listening to the show. You can find us for every good podcast is stream. All the podcasts, wherever they can be found, you can find Apple the Doctor Music. Whoever podcast. Spotify. Amazon Music. Stitcher. Stitcher. NPR. NPR. Spotify. Spotify. Wait, not Spotify anymore. Spotify for podcasts. No, that's not true. It's what still it? on Spotify. Oh, it is? Yeah, because I deleted the Spotify podcast. I'm not going to lie. Spotify podcasting is for creators of podcasts. Okay, that what it is? Well, Spotify was getting a little complicated with these new rules and stuff, but I figured it out, you know. Mm -hmm. You know me, Jesse. I don't like change. No, I don't. Barely change his underwear. That's right. Well, like Mr. Jesse said, if you stuck it out for the whole show, thanks so much. Comment, like the show, hit that plus, that like, that heart, whatever you got to do to follow the show. Don't miss it. Everything you want to see will be at DrWhoever.com, just like always. Anything else, Mr. Jesse? That's it. Thank it was a little bit more of an unstructured show today, so uh, Mr. Jesse was kind of just hanging out. I was. It was a lot more of me just kind of skipping around today. I'm sorry it wasn't more planned. I, you no, know, it was fun. I it enjoyed was, it. Because it was so I long. Like being, I, I kind of know most pop culture, mm-hmm, so I can mm-hmm. kind of just say what you want. Well, I always have something to for you to get off of, but like we weren't just, you know, you know everybody's been getting off mm-hmm. today, but, you know, I wanted you to have the articles in front of you just in case... We are good. You know, sometimes I say things wrong. I got to have you correct me, Mr. Jesse. All right. Well, thanks so much. Later. Peace out. See you. Bye. Later.
like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the peace. I'm out. We'll be back in a couple of days with more shows. Until then, DrEver.com. Later. Peace out. See you. Bye. Later. I forgot I don't have any Diplo playing, Mr. Jesse. I'm supposed to be having some Diplo playing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs>